0: Log Talk
1: Radio.
0: Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E., helping you find and shine your inner light.
2: I was born with my back to the stars. Turn me over. I'd like to see. Here comes a morning to end our dream. Turn me over. I'd like to see. I was born with my back to the stars. Please see that they tell my truth. Please see that they tell my truth.
3: And welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me and tuning in today. My name is Hi-C, and I am one of the hosts on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. And I have a couple of shows that I do um, throughout the month. Uh, On the second Sundays, my show Revolution airs at 10.30 a.m., me. And on the second Tuesday of each month, uh, my show, The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, airs at 8 p.m., all times are Pacific, uh, and I actually do that show with my co-host, Charlie Harrington. I would invite you to check those out, as well as the other shows here on LI, uh, <laughs> Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. And you can always find past shows if you would like to check out um, my or any of the other shows uh, here on Blog Talk Radio, uh, in the archives, blogtalkradiocom Willows live. All of the shows previously aired can be found there, and you can also find us on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows, or you can search the name of a show as well. But it'll pop right up for you to listen to, download, or subscribe to as a podcast, and then automatically get uh, episodes as soon as they have aired. Today is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading. And I would certainly encourage you to uh, get into the queue if you would like to do that. The queue can be uh, reached by either Skyping in, I believe, from the show page. I know Blog Talk has been changing some things, and I think Skype is still on there, but uh, it'll have a button or indication somewhere of how to connect in, or you can call in 646-716-5510. You can always find out more information about me and my shows. If you want to find out about the shows, just go to Facebook, facebook.com slash revolution with high C or facebook.com slash the amethyst oracle. And you can find out more like the page, um, submit questions, et cetera. Uh, You can also find find out more about me. um, I have a, a private practice as well where I offer readings. And you can find out uh, information about that to Um I offer readings in person, depending on if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> um, I, I'm happy if you would like to send me a plane ticket, of course, to fly to wherever you are. Um, but uh, I can do in person, but I can also do readings by FaceTime, Skype, or on the phone. So there isn't really any technological hindrance to being able to allow us to uh, meet and do a reading uh, regardless of where you are located. So today let's see who we have in the queue. I'm going to go ahead and go to the first person and it looks like we have someone calling from area code 619. Are you there caller in area code 619? Here. Well, hello.
1: Here, hello, hi Chi.
3: What's your name and where are you calling from? Yes. Are you there?
2: I'm here. Okay.
1: What
3: what's what's your name and
1: is uh let's hear. You can hear me well enough, right?
3: Uh it just got a little better. (laughs) Okay. And where are you calling from?
1: And I'm calling from California.
3: Okay and what is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today?
1: Well, if you could look up into the log line live, the person that I talked to you some time ago, he did get it back, back in contact, but as you predicted, the communication is not a very good kind of sporadic. Is it going to turn into the serious relationship or nothing will come out of this?
3: Hello? Yes. No, no, I'm here. I was just shuffling cards. <laughs>
1: uh, you're so good, you know, with your cards. Whatever you say. All this happens. You're extremely accurate and extremely gifted. <laughs>
3: well, I I appreciate hearing that. Thank you. Um I So my 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 initial way of perhaps putting this would be if you tried to get involved with this again, you would be creating a world of hurt and turmoil for yourself. <laughs> um, the The card that came up actually for you is the Seven of Swords, and the card that came up for this other person is called the Hanged Man. And the card in between for the relationship is the Nine of Swords reversed. And the concern that I would have here is that we can't necessarily um, trust or believe everything that they are saying. Because Seven of Swords especially says that we have to be really cautious and on guard regarding what either someone is saying or how they're presenting themselves, because they may be pulling the wool over our eyes uh, or or saying what we want to hear or trying to Um, present something that they actually are not. And the hangman card would also say that there's something else going on beneath the surface and that this is not someone who seems very, uh, not very ready or very willing to take much action on anything. Hangman card says, I'll wait around and if you want to come to me and cater to me without me having to do anything, then that'll be fine. But don't expect me to really put a lot of effort into trying to do something or move this forward. So I don't know that it's really in your best nor healthiest interest to try to continue pursuing something because even though this person got back in touch with you there hasn't been any any indication that much is different because once again there are communication issues there doesn't seem to be a lot of growth or a lot of change that has happened and when i look at the short-term card that i pulled to say what would happen in the short term regarding the situation meaning in the next couple of months Um, The tower card came up and the tower card can represent things like something blowing up in our face uh, or it's just a sudden shock to us. And the long term card that came after that is the Ten of Cups reversed. And Ten of Cups is kind of a classic traditional card for happy ever after, for marriage. And the fact that it's reversed shows us that this doesn't really seem to have anywhere to go. Therefore, it doesn't really seem worth the effort or the energy on your part to try to rekindle it or to do something, especially because we don't see a lot of effort on their part being willing to be put into it. And you would probably end up hurt once again because you would have felt as if you were trying once again. And then that tower card says, and very shortly you would feel as if it kind of blew up or, or, or it crumbled around you. And didn't become what you thought it might if you tried again, so there's there's a strong do you
2: see, do you see, go
3: ahead. I, I was just I was saying going there,
1: to ask, do you see the reason for his behavior I suspect that he's involved with someone if the guy is alone, I know that he likes me, he wouldn't act like this, but maybe I'm wrong, maybe just his his nature. Do you think that well, he is has, involved with another so there is another person between us, that's why he acts like that?
3: Well, so has he said or indicated that there is another person?
1: No, but I just have my own assumption why well, he's acting and like that, this. I know and that, that he likes to see me. I know that he likes me, but you know, all this kind of little bit strange to me.
3: Well right. And so that so the reason I asked the question is because He didn't say anything, and yet you know his pattern of behavior. And so when I talked about someone is not what they're presenting themselves as, or we can't necessarily trust or believe what somebody is telling us, would probably, and even that hangman card, you know, you could say that, because that also could say there's something else beneath the surface that's going on. So it could be that there is somebody else that he was interested in, but either they didn't return his attention or they've been seeing each other, but it's not, you know, he doesn't feel like it's going so well right now, so I'm going to hedge my bets and I'm going to reach out to somebody else, meaning you. But there does seem to be a pretty strong indication that all is not as it seems or that he has not necessarily revealed everything that is going on for him that may be why he is reaching out to you again. And I don't think he's reaching out to you with the best of intentions versus either I'm lonely or we just had an argument or I don't know where this other thing is going to go so I better make sure I have something else to fall back on or whatever it is. But there, there is a strong you know, I, sense.
1: If, 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 okay, uh, you ask me, if, if I ask him, his divorce was not final and it was a few months ago. And my, I suspect that he probably got back with his partner. That's why I'm asking. It's not probably someone new, but there's a chance that they probably got back together, and that's why he's unsure if he should pursue me, or... Do you think that's that's the issue?
3: Well, I don't know. There's not an indication that they necessarily have gotten back together, per se. However, there may still be Uh, conversations between them around maybe we could still make this work or, you know, that kind of thing. And that doesn't bode well for you getting involved with this person because there still doesn't seem to be a clean break. And there still seems to be more going on that meets the eye with this person, which is going to come back and bite you in a negative way. If you allow yourself to get drawn back in, he's just feeding what he needs in order to feel like I've got a backup plan just in case and you're the backup plan. So if if he's gotten back together or if there just are still conversations with his uh, partner about whether they might finalize the divorce or they might try to go to counseling and make it work or they might try to see what happens or whatever. You're just the backup plan, and that is not a good or a healthy place for you to be in. And it's time for you to stop being that for him.
1: Yeah, I understand. Um, but do you think eventually things will develop for us, or it will no. be like this? Will just, no, you no, know, even like no. in six <laughs> months,
3: uh, no, okay. because, because that, that tower card followed by the Ten of Cups reverse. The Ten of Cups reverses in the long-term position, and it says, the reversal says, if upright, the Ten of Cups represents that card of happily ever after. Traditionally, it would represent marriage and kids and all of that. So it's just that idea of kind of the idealized that this is what would happen. The reversal of it says the long-term outlook for this is the opposite of that, which means it's not going to end up in happily ever after. We're not going to end up together. We're not going to end up having that kind of ideal situation or outcome that you may be hoping for or holding out for. And, you know, and a lot of it has to do, I mean, one thing I would be concerned with is the Ten of Cups reversed would say that he would follow the same pattern. Even if you did get together, at some point he would probably get involved with somebody else while he's involved with you and leave you. So, The the, the simple answer is no to your question. There is no indication that there's a long-term future for this and that it's time for you to start facing that reality and moving on with your life rather than continuing to get drawn back in or holding out for this in some way. Okay.
1: And you mean long-term, it's more than two months, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Very good. Thank you so much. I appreciate this reading. I just thought I would give you some more details to make it clear for you.
3: Yes. Yes. No. 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 I I appreciate that. And you know, and I know it's hard to hear when we we don't get the answer we want, or or we we are really hoping for something, and it just doesn't seem to indicate that it's going to happen. But don't. But that means we can't give up hope that we'll never have the kind of relationship you want. It's just that this is not the person for that and this just continues to get in the way of you being able to be um, to to see other opportunities as well as to be open and receptive to op- other opportunities. Yeah,
1: understand. Thank you again. You've been wonderful. Appreciate your help, I see.
3: You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So before we go to the next caller, there's something I wanted to do through the show here. And that was just I'm going to pull a couple of cards just to see how we can best navigate through the next month. Um, And so with each segment, I was just going to pull one card for us to build on and see... um, If we just think of of the next month, and what would be best for us, what might be our biggest challenge, and how we can best act or navigate throughout the month in order to get the most out of whatever it is that comes or is around us during that month. So, the first card we're going to pull is we're going to look at what would be most helpful, uh, what is it that's going to uh, be most beneficial for us in the coming month that we want to make sure we pay attention to, we take advantage of, um, and that we don't necessarily even feel fear or reticent about because we think, I don't know if I'm ready for that or whatever. So that first card is the Two of Swords reversed. This would tell us that in the coming month. It's time for us to start making some choices and decisions. It's time for looking at areas where we've been sitting on the fence and pondering. In some ways, you could almost think of it as driving ourselves crazy by continuing to look at, should I go this way or this way? Should I do this option or this option? And we want to be careful that we're not creating additional options that just confuse the matter because we are hesitant to face the options that are in front of us. So, one, we could say with this card that the best thing that we can do in the coming month is to make some decisions, to uh, choose an option and stand behind it. Um, And to uh, also I will say with this card, when it reverses, it's time for us to stop being caught in the middle of a situation. So, if we have found ourselves stuck or caught in the middle of something, it is time for us to extricate ourselves from that situation, or maybe to actually choose, come down on a side one way or the other. We don't have to play peacemaker anymore. We don't have to try to make everyone happy anymore. Um, Make sure that we have all of the information, but then use that to say, then, just like if we were in court, you know, once all of the information and evidence has been presented and both sides have had their chance, the jury or the judge, then has to finally render a decision. And that's what this month is really about for us. Based on the information we have, based on the evidence that we have gathered, based on having given a chance for everyone to present their case, if you will, and whether they take advantage of that or not, or whether they've given us all of the information, that's not really our responsibility because that would be on them. It's time for us to say, then this is the side I'm choosing, or I'm stepping away from this. You need to figure it out yourself. I'm no longer going to be caught or stuck in the middle Mm -hmm. of this. And in other areas of our life where we may not be caught in the middle, it's just caught in the middle of our own head. It's time to make a decision. It's time to make a choice so that we can start to move forward and move on. So that's the first thing that we'll be looking at uh, throughout the show. And that's what the most helpful or beneficial thing is. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to go to a caller from area code 530. So, if you are calling from area code 530, uh, stay tuned and be ready because after this break, we are going to come to you
4: came here with a broken heart and no one else could see. I drew a smile on my face to paper over me. But wounds heal when tears dry and cracks they don't show. So don't be so hard on yourself, no. Just go back to simplicity. I feel like I've been missing this, but not who I'm supposed to Raining over me, but heartbreak and hell the play that everyone knows. So don't be so hard on yourself, no. Let's go back simplicity. I feel like I've been missing. This was not who I'm supposed to be. I've this darkness.
0: LIVE on air reading with your Firefly Willows LIVE host on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show.
3: And we are back, and my name is Heisee, and I am host of Revolution as well as the Amethyst Historical Divination with a Queer Twist here on Firefly Willows LIVE. And this is your chance to call in and get a reading live on the air during the show that we offer every month. And you can either Skype in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510 in order to get into the queue. So we're going to go to our next caller, and this is someone who is calling from area code 530. Hello. Well, hello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. didn't mean
3: to catch you off guard there uh
2: yeah. what's your
3: what, what's your name and where are you calling from
5: my name is donna in westwood california
3: all right well welcome to the show and what is it that we could look at for you today
5: um i don't know i just seem like i encounter a lot of the opposition lately uh even friends i've known for a long time seem to turn around and be somebody else completely different and not in a positive way um It seems to be a general error around the whole time span right now. And I just kind of wonder what's next and what I need to be doing next.
3: Okay. Uh, Do you feel like, um, are these people that are, uh, or situations that are current in your life, or are these people or situations that seem to be popping back up from the past in some way? Both. All right. So especially paying attention to the ones that seem to be popping up from the past right now because, astrologically speaking, Venus is retrograde and has been since the latter part of July and will be there through September 6th. What can happen during that time is um, people, situations, etc., can pop up uh, and they are either from the past or they are similar to or reminiscent of something Um, from our past. So even like, let's say a situation comes up, it may not be a situation from the past, maybe new per se, but it may be similar to a situation we've been in before. Like, why am I dealing with this kind of situation again, kind of situation. And And one thing that this period is about is it says, okay, this is coming back up or this person or this situation is coming back into my life in order for me to finally see how I can bring closure to it. So if if it's a a, a situation, even if it's reminiscent of the past, it says, well, what happened before and how did that not work or what did work or why would this be coming back up when I thought that it was done so that we can then examine it now and say this is what needs to be done to be finalized for this to be completely done with this Um, and uh, it, it there's also an aspect of this period that says we're looking at what is really valuable to me what is really worth it to me or who or what really has value and worth to me And those things that do are where we want to put our attention. And those things that don't, we want to make sure that we stop putting our attention and resources into or towards those things because it's not important for us. It's not going to reward us. It's not going to bring us what it is that we get from things that actually are truly valuable and worth things to us. So look at these things that seem to be happening and say, is it worth it? Sometimes that can right. even mean, is engaging in this even worth it? Do I need to right. engage in the argument because they're wrong and I'm right, but maybe it's not worth it to even worry about that, and it's better to just say, you know what, just let them think whatever they're going to think. I'm not even going to engage, and that will cause them to go away rather than right. for, us to, for it to continue to be exacerbated or to continue because we're not feeding right. it. We're not engaging it. Um, right. So. So so really use that as a criteria to say, um, you know, is this worth it? Is there any value in being engaged in this or being a part of this or getting involved in this in some way? So, you know, that that's a really good um, uh, benchmark. That's a really good way to kind of judge even whether to give it any time of day. Uh, because oftentimes if we don't engage something, it will just kind of go away because they don't get the response that they want. Right. So so that's, that's, that's important and more important at this point because it says there may not be anything you can do right. other than not doing anything. <laughs> and by right. not doing anything, you actually are able to move on and let it go away rather than it continuing to be present in life. Right. Um, you know, so when I look at the cards that came up, the nice thing is that they're the, the especially the outcome cards in the short term and the long term. They indicate this ability to be able to move beyond these things and for things mm-hmm. to to feel better or to get better in some way. So in the short okay. term, and the short term for me means the next one to three months. So it either says what's the next step, next course of action, okay. or what what's coming next Um, and the King of Pentacles shows up um, and then that's followed by the long term with the five of wands now sometimes five of wands can be a challenging card because it does represent struggle in some ways but it actually is a card of hashing things out so it's this ability to sit down at the table with people and we go through the struggle of finding common ground rather than struggle of I'm constantly in a fight. And so this would say to focus on the people and situations where you feel there is common ground to be found and where everyone seems to be willing to sit down at the table and hash things out, and places and situations where people are more like, uh, you know, they're just wanting to kind of bludgeon you into believing what they say or or they have to be right at all costs and that kind of thing, it's time to just step away from those, to not engage in those, to not even respond to those people. Yes,
5: okay.
3: Uh, um, you know, so I jumped to the outcome cards and, and looking back, we have the three of swords followed by the two of wands reversed followed by the eight of pentacles. So... Three of Swords tells us that, on the one hand, this is a card that is about heartbreak and loss and grief and pain. Mm
2: -hmm. And
3: this would say that there are probably some of these things that are coming back up that are very painful to have to deal with, or they bring up old issues that were painful and that kind of thing. Right. So, uh, you know, and one thing you can do with this is, Um, So, uh, one deck I have, this card would be called Isolation, spelled I-C-E, Olation. And there is a sense of freezing people out. There is a sense of also isolating ourselves so that we can simply withdraw and say, what do I need to do? You know, it's like if, if we've been hurt or if we've been through a difficult situation, sometimes we just need some alone time. So that we can just process for ourselves rather than being around people all of the time. And this is a card that says this is what's needed right now. It kind of goes back to that idea. Instead of engaging, I need to step back and be alone for the moment. So I can actually deal with my own issues around this without outside interference or influence or suggestion. And then decide whether I even want to re-engage it or not. So that's very important for right now. And I would say it's it's not going to just be an overnight kind of thing. I mean, the King of Pentacles being in the short term would say, at least into the fall, um, that we want to take some time away from and that... By the fall, we probably want to say, Okay, this is what's important to me, this is what's not, this is what's worth it, this is what's not, this is what I'm going to continue to engage in, and this is what I'm going to just cut off.
5: Right, okay,
3: because the two of wands reversed would say, A, it's time to start taking some action, um, rather than to be passive and see. So, passive would mean, Well, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to wait and see what happens. So, we still maybe we're still in contact with a person, but we don't bring up the conversation. We wait to see if they do. And the two of wands reversed says, I'm not even going to stay in contact with this person. If I've decided that's not worth it to me, then I'm not even going to stay in contact. I'm not going to wait around for them to bring up the conversation. I'm just going to let them know I'm no longer going to speak to you or I'm no longer going to be a part of this situation or, you know, whatever it is. And two of wands reversed also says it's time to Break up or separate from a partnership of some sort. So anything or anyone that we have been um, Allied with or working with in some way because we thought Two heads are better than one or we had a common vision or we had common goals the reversal of this says We have to recognize that's no longer the case. We have different visions. We have different goals therefore instead of trying to force it we're going to step away from it and a Go out on our own, do our own thing, pursue our own vision, follow our own path. And be not be afraid of saying I'm able and capable of doing that on my own. I don't need somebody right. else for this. Right. And and that's what we want you to uh remind yourself of because also the value and worth of, of this period right now really goes to things like self-worth as well. So it's yeah. about saying, I'm I'm worthy of respect. I'm worthy of being treated like an equal. I'm worthy of pursuing my own goals and having them acknowledged and having them respected. That's also a very important thing to be saying right now. And so that's what you want. Anywhere you're not seeing that or getting that or feeling that, that would be a very clear indication as to people or situations that it's time to start stepping away from rather than continuing to allow to be part of your life. Right. Right. And the Eight of Pentacles says... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
5: That's best, it ends up being a waste of time invested anymore.
3: Right. And the Eight of Pentacles says, yes, it's going to take some work. Yeah. But you can't just keep going on with things the way they have been and not changing anything. You can't right. keep doing things in the same way over and over again. If you're willing to engage in the effort to recognize what is valuable and worthwhile for you, and engage in the effort and work it will take to perhaps separate from some of those things, even if that means there's some work to do to pick up the pieces or to start going in a different direction or whatever it is, that will ultimately, and not very, it won't take very long because the King of Pentacles being in the short term says it won't take very long for you to start seeing results that feel... um uh valuable and and you recognize it was worth doing that but it's 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 because you were willing to put in the effort even if it was difficult and you were willing to say i can't keep doing things in the same way in this situation anymore and if you put in the effort to start doing it differently you will start to see results from that in a positive way relatively quickly okay So hopefully that made some sense.
5: Insanity is making the same motion over and over and and expecting different results each time. So I guess we can't expect that if we don't make another step one direction or another.
3: Right. So it's time to stop hitting your head against the wall. Right. And it's time to start saying, this isn't worth it to me. (laughs) Therefore, I'm going to start doing something differently or going in a different direction rather than keep waiting for this situation or person to somehow magically change even though it hasn't changed every single time I've tried or waited or done something to hopefully bring about that change. And if you can start doing that differently, like I said, you'll start to see the reward from doing it differently relatively quickly. But it's up to okay. you as to whether you're going to say, okay. I'm stepping away from this. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to forge my own path and I'm going to believe in, trust and have confidence in myself rather than feeling as if I need or am dependent on this other person or thing in order to okay. be able to do this. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a pretty
5: positive outcome in the long run.
3: Uh, sure. Even in the short run. But it's a positive outcome as a result of the effort that you are willing to put into it versus waiting around for something to change or be different. And that's going to be the key in the next couple of months. It's all about what effort you're willing to put in. Right. Okay. All right. That sounds good to me. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much for calling in today.
5: You bet, too. And
3: Have enjoy you the good. rest of your Sunday. You, too.
5: Thank you.
3: All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So, before we go to our next caller, we're going to continue down our little path of how to navigate through the coming month best in general. And I just want to remind people that Whenever you hear this, whether you're listening live or whether you're hearing this two years from now because you happen to find the podcast and are, are, are listening to it then, my belief, as do many people, but my belief is whenever you hear a reading, whenever you hear information, it's the right time for you and that's what and when you needed to hear it. So this isn't about a reading for a very specific moment other than the moment of now. So if you're hearing this two years from when it aired live, this is still what you need to hear for the coming month for you. Uh, So don't feel like it is somehow not applicable because it was um, specific to a particular time period in that way. So the first card that we had, the Two of Swords reversed, was a card that... uh, indicated what could be most helpful or beneficial for us. And we saw that that was about it's time to make some necessary choices. It's time to act on some choices and decisions we've already made, but perhaps have been fearful of following through on. And it's time to no longer be caught or stuck in the middle of something or feel we have to play mediator or peacemaker versus coming down on one side or the other based on the information and the evidence that we have at this time. So the next card we're going to pull is we're going to see what is the biggest obstacle or challenge for us in the coming month, and this is no surprise. Um, It's also In in some ways, it's also maybe the biggest fear or hesitancy that we need to overcome uh, in the coming month. And the card that came up for this is the King of Swords. So the King of Swords is about knowing our own mind. It's about being in control of a situation, saying, um, I'm the one who... in in some ways, controls my own fate, uh, but it also means that I need to look at things from a uh, focused, disciplined, realistic, objective reality and say, this is what the situation is. This is what I need to deal with. This is what needs to happen. So the biggest challenge for us, one, is to say, I need to gain better control over what I'm doing, what is happening Uh, And the biggest challenge as well, in in a slightly different way, is we may be encountering people who are very controlling. They think they know everything. They think that they know best. And they're going to try to threaten, force, coerce, manipulate us into doing what they want, thinking as they would like us to think. The challenge especially with this is King of Swords tends to be really, really good with words, so they can they can make a very convincing argument, but we want to be on our guard and make sure that we are not being influenced or swayed into thinking something rather than knowing the evidence, knowing the information, and being able to know for certain why we are saying we agree or disagree with that. So this, again, kind of brings up this idea that this month it's, it's especially important to do our due diligence in getting a second opinion, in doing additional research, in making sure that we have facts and figures and information that we can look to to say, okay, this is what I'm being told, this is what I'm being promised, this is what I'm being presented, let me see if that lines up with the information, the evidence, the facts and figures that I have. And if it doesn't, then we need to be cautious. Now, the other side of that as well says we need to make sure that we are not trying to manipulate, coerce, convince other people as well as ourselves to uh, believe something, to come on board with something, even though we don't necessarily have that facts and figures and information to back it up before doing so. So just as much as we don't want to feel manipulated by somebody else who talks a good game, we also don't want to be the one who is talking a good game just to get what we want. Because A, we know how that would feel if, that was, if we were on the receiving end of that. And B, we're risking not having people or a situation that are very loyal to us because we may they they may find out the truth and then the trust is broken and then we're going to have more trouble trying to get people on our side in the future. Uh, B, they may just not have much faith in what we offer or what we're able to do because they say, well you said this, you promised this, but then when the truth or when we got more information we found out that was really a smokescreen. So either way you want to be careful and really what's coming out here is the idea of the biggest challenge of the month is to make sure we have all of the information to make sure we get that second opinion to make sure we have done our due diligence with research and facts and figures before either presenting our case and or before buying into believing and signing on with what someone else is presenting offering um, or promising us so won't it be exciting because now we have another card left to have uh, to come up which will indicate how do we now move forward in the month in the most successful way possible but we will do that a bit later in the show so we're going to go to another caller and this is going to be someone calling from area code 818. Are you there, caller, in area code 818? Yes. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from?
6: In Chantress, California. Um, I think I was meant to talk to you today or listen to you what you have to say because everything you said I can resonate to you And you haven't even picked any of my cards And when people pick my cards from the tarot It's always reversal And you keep saying the word reverse, reverse But all of the things you're saying And what I've been writing And I'm shaking Because yesterday I was listening to Judith Orloff. Have you heard of her? About emotional freedom And she was saying a lot It's like that world echoing to me That's all it is It's the universe keep echoing to me Oh my gosh! but i'm um, I'm talking too much, but I just i thought no, no, I thought okay. um Venus retrograde was over with, and I told someone yesterday, and you're telling me it's till September the sixth correct, um, oh my gosh, that makes sense with everything, oh my <laughs> gosh. I I wrote today. Be clear, be clear. I was walking with someone and I said, I don't understand it. I can't be clear. All my past keeps coming back, and all these things I keep talking about with other people, my dark past. Other people have the dark past, and I said it should be over with. Why can't I be clear about where to move? Oh my gosh.
3: So 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 one thing one thing that that um, I will say about Venus retrograde as well, and perhaps you already know this, is. It's not a time to make a final decision about something or to sign on the dotted line about something. It's great to be reviewing and, and reassessing and, and you know that going through that process. But um, the, what can happen a lot of times is if we make a decision during Venus retrograde, after we come out of it and we start to be able to see or think more clearly, we go, hmm, now I'm realizing maybe that wasn't the best decision or maybe that's not really what I want. Uh, you know, so that's why like if we say we don't want to sign on the dotted line of something during a Venus retrograde, then it's because if we're locked into something and after Venus retrograde we might find that it's not quite what we wanted or expected or needed, and then we don't have a way out of it. So we're kind of stuck.
6: With all people, and, even with starting a new business, so you shouldn't um you should think things over really carefully, huh? Wow.
3: Right. This now, makes now- so
6: much sense because <laughs> I, I just don't want to over-talk you, but I know two people. I want things in my mind to go one way because I feel like I want these two things to happen now because that's the way one part of me is. But my other part of me is in sync with the universe, and I'm understanding now what how business works with two people that are special in my life, my son and this guy in my life. And I want both of their businesses to be here so that their life is together. But what you're saying totally makes sense. And now I understand why they're doing what they're doing and why I'm feeling frustrated.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, yes. So, you know, but it doesn't mean all hope is lost. It just means, and and September 6th is not that far away. You know, I mean, my goodness, it's like three weeks away or something. So,
2: yeah. uh,
3: so in some ways, it's just having a bit of patience and um, using using this time to breathe and just it's like if we were going to start a new business, it's just saying you know I'm just going to use this time to go to go over all the paperwork once again to review my idea to make sure I really understand what my plan is and then I will push it out there more after September 6th if it meant like. Signing on the signing the contract for the space the business is going to be in, or um, going and getting the business license or something. Uh-huh. So you know if if those things were already in place, yeah. Like like for example, it would uh, one thing you'll hear people say a lot of times about Venus retrograde, not a good idea to start new relationships during a Venus retrograde period. But If somebody was getting married during a Venus retrograde, that isn't necessarily a bad thing, because that's a relationship that started far theoretically, unless you're in Las Vegas, I suppose. That's a relationship (laughs) that started, you know, way before the Venus retrograde. So just because you finalize that during Venus retrograde, it's not because it started in Venus retrograde and gets finalized. It's something that started way before. It's just the idea of things that we're initiating during Venus retrograde, we have to be really cautious about so that we're not so locked in to what we initiate that we can't have wiggle room or we can't necessarily get out of it afterwards if we find it wasn't really the best or right thing for us to to start in some way. So, this
6: is and um, not to overtalk you, but when you were saying all these things, know your own mind. All of these things are in my head, but when you were saying like very controlling. It's complicated because this person in my life says all what you're saying and he's good with words and very convincing and yet um, the trust factor and all of that and the loyalty and what uh, for me and the manipulation and all of that I kind of feel it's controlling but he knows everything and but it's everything you said facts, figures, all the things that I don't do
2: <laughs>
6: get everything in well, order so it's
3: so, complicated So you don't, you don't... You don't have to know it, but what I would suggest is take what it is that this person may be offering you and then go to somebody else who knows about those kind of things and say, can you just look this over? It's like, for example, we're getting ready to remodel our house. And so, you know, we've been working with an architect to get a design and everything. But I also have a friend who works as an architect. And so I said, once we get the designs back, can I just have you look them over and see if there's anything you might notice? That you would change or that you think is is odd or whatever that we need to, to make sure that we bring up. And it's not because I necessarily don't trust the other person. It's just I'm having some fresh eyes look at it who also has the knowledge or the expertise or the information to be able to look at that even though I don't. So you don't have to know that. Just... Take what's being offered to you, but have somebody else look it over who does know that so that they might see if there's anything to be cautious about or to say, you know, you want to ask about this or this doesn't seem quite right. Uh, they, They may say everything looks fine to me. And then you can know that, okay, maybe I was just it was my own insecurity that was causing me to not trust this person. But somebody else has given their second opinion. They say everything looks all right as well. Therefore, maybe I need to be a little more trusting rather than letting my own insecurity get in the way.
6: Oh, my gosh, I can't believe you just said what you said. I need to have work done on my house, and that's, I'm insecure about people coming here. And, and the thing is, like, I my family does a business where someone you know, and this person's telling me, uh-uh, that's not the right way of doing it the way you've been doing it all your life. You have to change and get facts, figures, Oh, what you're saying. It's, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's just looking at things in a different eyes and this person is that's what his purpose is to to show me like what you're telling me. Oh my, it's like echoing what you're just saying, but because it's coming from him and I can't trust him completely, I'm not ready. You know, because it's so different than anything I've ever gone through. It's like, "Oh, wow." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you must be a, someone that channels um vibrations and I feel like you're reading my mind. <laughs>
3: That's right. I am. No, no, no. I should have special sound effects for that. Um, I so do did chal- you have a-
6: I, Oh, yes. Um. I guess you could read my cards. I'm curious Um. what they say, if you don't mind.
3: Did you have a particular question or something that you wanted us to focus on for the reading? Well,
6: this person, I guess, he seems to be all, yeah, this person in my life. Um, okay. I guess I should challenge on him. Um, and we're both Virgos, maybe that's also complicated these we're all Virgos and one's a Leo that is around me, so um our relationship um is it gonna be i fell into his vision will he will he um, am I looking at things like I, am I finally seeing what he's all about, or there's more to it, or I don't know, it's complicated
3: well. I'm going to say that the cards that came up caused me to have caution and concern about this person and this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the card that came up for you is the Three of Swords. And uh, if you, depending on when you tuned in, I t- was talking about this card previously for another reading. And th- this would tell me that If nothing else, this situation seems to be reminiscent of a previous time or situation when you have gotten disappointed or had your heart broken or had the trust broken or that kind of thing. And the card for the other person that you're talking about is the Three of Cups reversed. Now, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that just because you hear reversed cards, reversals are not bad in and of themselves. Reversals just are. So don't Mm -hmm. assume whenever you, like if you get a lot of reversals or that kind of thing, that it means something bad. Um, There's many things that reversals can indicate, and there are cards we prefer to see reversed. So, you know, don't think that reversed just means something bad. Um, Although here, (laughs) the three of cups reversed, the the concern I would have with this is I'm, I'm more concerned about the company this person keeps. Because Three of Cups reversed can often indicate someone who is surrounded by perhaps unhealthy at the worst toxic kind of people or situations. And they are
2: colored or influenced
3: by that and perhaps are not operating in the most in the highest way, in the best way. Oh my
6: God, yes, his sister's toxic. Yes, 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 yes. My ex-husband was a sociopath and the next one was a spiritual vampire. Oh my God, the card said that? Oh my God. Mm.
3: So the key is if we see the person willing to distance themselves and take themselves out of that toxic situation or relationships, then we can be hopeful. But if we don't see them doing anything about that other than thinking, I got it under control, or, oh, no, that doesn't affect me, you know, or that kind of thing, then I would be very concerned because what they're not noticing is how even at a subtler level those kind of things affect us, even if we're not, even if it's not obvious to us.
6: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This makes so sense. No, he's quite aware of it. He's quite aware of it. He's, he's. That's why... I can well, it, what he's
3: aware aware is one thing.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Doing something about is a different thing.
6: Oh, he's yeah, and he's so, trying to survive it.
3: hmm Well, but is he trying to survive it by staying in it, or is he trying no, to survive it by saying I have to get away from this?
6: It's his sister. It's a state. He can't get away until everything's in order. Oh my God! I can't believe the card said that. Oh my.
3: Well, you know, and and the short-term card, again, that means what's coming in the next one to three months. What's the next step? What's the next course of action? Mm -hmm. We have the Eight of Swords. And the Eight of Swords is another very concerning card because the Eight of Swords is often a card that represents either the victim or the martyr. Mm. So I'm concerned that you may fall victim to the situation that he's in. And, And this doesn't necessarily mean that he's doing something to victimize you. It just means that you get caught up, it's almost like your collateral damage from the toxic situation that he's involved in. And there's a need for you to step away from this in order to protect yourself rather okay. than thinking I need to be there for this person or this person's going to protect me or shield me from that or you know whatever. And so I, I would be very, very cautious about continuing to be very close or involved in this situation at all because of that.
6: Oh, wow. Wow. It's, that's why I'm having all these things about talking about my past and my ex, because what he's going through, and I want to get fresh away from all of this. Oh, so so is the, is
3: the person you're asking about here, is that your ex, or is this somebody else?
6: No, a person in my life now. My ex was a sociopath. The next person I was involved with was a spiritual vampire. This guy's a good guy, but well, he what I, has bad toxic but, but, around him.
3: Yes, and so unfortunately it doesn't seem that he has been able to do very well in removing himself or not being affected by Mm -hmm. the toxic situation he's in. And the reason why we would see this suddenly bringing up thoughts and memories about the past situation and those past relationships Mm
2: -hmm. would say
3: because it's it's like a, a warning sign going off saying, There's something about this that is going to cause you to experience or be subjected to something that is similar to those previous experiences, but you have the chance now to not put yourself in harm's way rather than after the fact finding yourself in that kind of situation again and trying to figure out how to get out of it.
6: Mm. Or could it be that because of what I went through in my past I can understand what he's going through because he helped me what I went in the beginning. Well,
3: you you can understand that however that doesn't mean that you have to get involved in it.
6: Oh, mhm that's so, like he's pushing me away from it. Right. Oh, wow.
3: So it, it it's 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 almost like the difference between this is a situation where it's great that you can sympathize
2: mm-hmm.
3: but you don't need to empathize.
2: So Mm -hmm.
3: you can look from a distance and say, I'm sorry that you're going through that. I understand what you're going through because I've been through something similar. Empathize would say, and now let me step into that situation with you in order to feel it with you and help you through it. And that's not going to be in your best interest. You're going to end up a victim of the situation if you do that.
6: Wow. That's why he keeps saying don't talk about it. He says let's talk about the future. Oh wow. Oh, he's a thirty three if you know about numerology. Wow. wow. Oh my gosh. And I'm a seven. This makes total sense. I feel too much and yet I oh, this makes sense. And I never but I never felt this way towards anybody, so huh?
2: Well,
3: it's like it gave seven. me
6: empathy. Mm. And
3: if you're if you're a seven it also says that while you can, you know, People can really rely on you because if you commit, you're going to be there. It also says you may be too quick to commit to things and that you sometimes overcommit and that you commit before taking into account all of the ramifications of what that commitment might entail. And so this is a caution for you to say, let me not fall into that pattern again. Yes,
6: yes. yes. Mm Mhm. Totally. Oh, you're good. I don't, this is the first time anyone read cards like this. Usually, every time they say something, it's always the opposite that I'm involved with. And I go, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not me. They're t- saying opposite reverse. Whoa. Thank you. I, I hope things will get better. And, hmm, well. Well,
3: they they will. It's just, it's only going to get better th- based on the decisions you make.
6: Mm hmm.
3: Where you know, and, and that you don't have to make things better for this other person, which also goes to the Eight of Swords. It says you don't have to play the martyr here. You don't have to sacrifice yourself to help this other person and try to make things better for this other person at the expense of your own well being.
6: Oh, yes, and totally.
3: So if uh-huh. you can if you can honor that and it goes back to a previous caller where this Venus retrograde period is about also looking at your own self-worth and saying is this really worth it is there going is there real value in this and if it's not worth it or valuable to you or if it's going to undermine your own sense of self-worth and self-value then don't commit to it don't get involved with it don't get sucked in
6: too late already, but I, I have to look at it through. It's a business deal we're involved to, just besides personal. So everything you're saying, uh huh, yeah. Well, the hey. <laughs> the 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 I'm I'm
3: I'm I'm not especially optimistic even about the business deal.
2: <laughs> oh no, because
3: because the nine of pentacles is here reversed. Even the the hierophant is here reversed, which so. The more you can protect yourself in the business deal, and perhaps the more that you can kind of back away from the business deal, or the less that the, the less you can invest into that business deal, at least oh, for right now,
2: the too better. I see.
6: Oh, I wish you said different because it's too late. I just that's why I want it to be over. I see my family saying, everyone saying, and I look at my. I had a dream and a vision, and I want that to come true. What I saw. And I fell into his vision, but things are not playing the way I want to. And I keep saying, well, I can manifest things very fast for me, but I can't manifest things for someone else. They have to do their own path, their own vision, and they have to play their own game their way. And I have to follow their rules, which is really frustrating. But what you're saying is, yeah, but you still have to look at you and protect yourself. Oh, my God. That's why I'm not clear. Oh, that's why I can't figure out moving or anything. Oh my God, this makes so much sense.
3: Well, you 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 you'd be able to figure those things out better when you start looking at it through the lens of, what do I want? What do I need? What is best for me? Without taking Mm. into account, how does this help or support or benefit somebody else?
6: I wrote that down too. All what you just said today, being clear, all of it. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have to go back and and keep away maybe for a little bit because someone's good words can sway me very easily. You're very good. I thank you so much for the gift. I wish it would have been a little different saying, yeah, everything's going to be happy and all of that, but hey, I live in a well, fantasy world.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but also maybe hearing this now, sometimes it's like, well, maybe it can lessen or, or, or minimize the damage or the loss, rather than it having to continue to accrue loss and become greater and more painful and more costly over time. So while it may not be what we wanted to hear, it may be that we needed to hear this now in order to at least lessen the cost and the pain rather than it going on much longer.
6: I think what you're telling me I've always known, but I wanted to trust. That's why I couldn't trust and have faith and all of that because things what exactly what you're saying you're well and, probably
2: because,
3: and it's mm. probably because you you tend to put far too much trust in other people and you just like you said with this person you 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 fell into his vision yep and and that's that's the problem it's like you you lose yourself to the other person and that's what hopefully this will be the thing that really causes that lesson to sink in so that you can so that you can really start to move forward saying i have to make sure i don't lose myself every time because that's when it starts to become problematic
6: oh yes uh-huh totally i thought uh-huh that's what happened with the spiritual vampire he wanted he wanted me to get he got into my dreams and then i made things happen i manifest for him because my thoughts were no longer mine it's hap- do you think that's happening again Oh. So so
3: so one thing that you might want to think about starting to really work on is mm-hmm. um uh protection work so that you can you can protect yourself and create a, a you know um energy and space around you that is protected it, since you use the term energy vampire think of it like we think of vampires a vampire can't come into my house they can't cross the threshold unless I invite them in
2: mm-hmm. so
3: when we start to do energetic protection work it says nothing is going to be able to come into me or into my energetic field that is not invited or allowed in and right now you're far too permeable it's almost as if you have no boundaries and so anybody can just walk right in and if you yep. can like if you can start focusing on doing some work around how to protect yourself and create this energetic protection around you then you'll be able to think more clearly and not fall under the spell of other people because whatever they're trying to send in that would cause you to fall under that spell is not going to be able to come in unless you say, yes, I'll allow it in rather than you find it's already come in even before I had a chance to know it was there.
6: Wow. Okay, I I get that too. Um, The way that person came in was hmm, very tricky too. Someone copied my heartbeat rhythm, and, uh, yeah, if you understand that, heartbeat, everyone has a heartbeat rhythm, he copied it.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: But he also picked, I didn't know, some, but I learned my lesson about fears that someone could do all these things. That was the way of learning, but, oh, boy. Mm.
3: And, well, and now, I don't have time to, to go into this now, but if you ever wanted to talk, I can certainly give you some suggestions in terms of techniques, magical uh, ways of uh, or energetic ways of creating both creating protection as well as cutting away some of the things that may still be there. Because my concern is that you still have like courting, if you know what courting is from people and things from the past that are still kind of both affecting the current, the present, as well as sucking energy away. But um, th- those would be some of the things I would say that you'd really want to start focusing on. Uh working on and doing for yourself,
6: see, I thought um, they all but, went away, and too, all these things of his sister started coming, and now all these things are coming back but but this Venus well, and the thing, fact and the fact mm-hmm. that they
3: come back says that there may still be courting happening, which just means that energetic connection too, so If it comes back, it says, "Oh wait, there's still something I haven't completely cut the cord from, and therefore what's coming back that shows me what that is. Now I need to go through the process of doing that so that it's done once and for all and left in the past, rather than continues to affect the present and the future." So those are some of the things I would say that you need to to start focusing on doing.
6: It's tricky because one more thing, and I'll let you go. This person that came into my life, this one. First thing he said to me, do you love yourself and let go of your past? Two of those things that I never, you know, before he before our relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting how someone could say all these things, but yet, ah very tricky too.
3: Well, but it's not, but what we're seeing is it's not really about this person. It's really about the things that they're surrounded by. And the challenge is, you know, it's like, I could have, You know, I could have a glass of water that I put through a filter, but if the water itself was initially containing arsenic, my filter may not be what's going to get rid of the arsenic. So I'm still going to get affected by it, even though I didn't put the arsenic and I had done some of the things that I thought would be good.
2: Oh. This
3: this person Uh is just, it's like, they continue to swim in tainted water, and even though they can do everything they can to try to keep themselves as clean as possible they're still going to be affected by the tainted water until they actually get out of that water and and so it's not so much about this person versus what they're in and how that is negatively affecting them that is then carrying over to you
2: yeah which is why exactly. which is why
3: i call you collateral damage or or that that you're a victim of the the situation not because of the person but because you're in harm's way you're too close to it's like you need to step away from this tainted water too breathing in the fumes is also going to affect you maybe not as much as the person who's swimming in the water but you're still getting affected
6: i understand what you're saying now it makes sense now okay well i thank you for this gift and you're echoing me to the universe and it's like things that I was concerned about make sense well, now, too. Okay. Well, in
3: some ways, I'm glad I could be the echo because hopefully that's just saying, okay, are you finally listening? The universe uh-huh. is saying, I've echoed this enough times. How many times do I need to echo this for you to actually say, okay, I need to listen and do something here?
6: <laughs> yep. It's one thing writing it. It's another thing living it. Right. Okay. All right. I thank well, thank you. You Are you on Facebook in. by any chance? I wouldn't mind being on your... Page, if you don't mind, or you, maybe oh yeah, you
3: you, you, you can find me if you just if you just go to facebook.com/slash high T-A-R-O- yeah t a r o t h i c then you can like my page there, or you can find out information about me at net.
6: Thank you for this gift, and you have a wonderful Sunday.
3: You too. Thanks for okay. calling in.
6: Okay. All right. Bye.
3: All right. So, let's see. I think we'll go to one more caller before we take a break. And I, this is from the same area code that I was in before. This is area code 530. Are you there, caller, in area code 530?
7: Yes, I am.
3: Ah, And what's your name and where are you calling from?
7: My name is Becky, and I'm calling from uh, Westwood, California.
3: All right, well, welcome to the show. What is it that you would like for us to look at for you?
7: Um, my next move, in, you know, I'm 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 kind of at a crossroads here. I feel like um, I can go this way, I can go that way, I can go up, down, sideways, you know, and um, so a lot's happened since I talked to you the last time back in February, and you did a reading for me then, and uh, a whole lot has happened. A whole lot, and um, I just want to know which way to go. Uh, what I, What's next? You know, you tell me.
3: So, when you say which way to go, what would you say that you're choosing between?
7: Well, I have a choice between a house or a car, um, staying where I'm in this town where I am, or going to a, a different town. Or um, so that's the biggest thing right now.
3: So if you chose the house, you would be staying where you're at? If you chose the car, you would Not be moving necessarily,
7: someplace else? Um, I, could, I could go. I don't necessarily have to stay where I'm at, no. Okay. Anybody. All
3: right. So, so but, but, but one of the big things you're asking about is whether to continue living where you're at or move to another place, right?
7: Right. I've encountered so much here. It's just very hard uh, very hard to, to look at the daily life here with the people the way they are, the decisions people make. And it's, just, it's been really rough the last few weeks especially. And, uh, so I'm not if I'm going to stay here.
3: Okay. So we can certainly see it's been very difficult. The very first card that comes up is the Ten of Swords. And just to give you like a traditional image of that card, it would show a person laying face down with ten swords in their back. And so that shows us that we are feeling overwhelmed by negativity, by conflict, by pain, by um shame or guilt, all of these very negative things going on. And we may feel as if we've been stabbed in the back. Um exactly. we, and and we may feel as if I'm never going to get out from under this. Uh you know, this is um this is too much to bear. So right, right. The, the the first thing that I want to say is there is a way out of this. So we don't have to just give up and give in to the despair and think I have to just throw in the towel and, and you know, I, there, there's nothing that can be done and it's just going to be like this forever. So don't get caught in that way of thinking because there is a way out. There is the ability to change things. Um, moving instead of staying is certainly going to be more beneficial for you. Um, I would encourage you to do that uh, sooner rather than later. The the Seven of Pentacles comes up for moving, and so that would tell me by the seventh week of fall we would want to move. The seventh week of fall would be roughly around the early part of November. Uh, So you can just think that between now and November you really want to put your Uh, attention and focus and energy towards moving away from where you are right now. And don't think that you have to find the perfect place to be at for the rest of time (laughs) that you move to because this is indicating that this is really a short-term move that is at least getting you in the direction of where you really need to be But it doesn't have to be the final stopping place. It's just something that gets you out of where you're at. It allows you to start putting distance between you and where the source and all of this negativity and pain and difficulty is coming from. So that you can start to get your feet on the ground, sort some things out and say, okay, as I continue moving forward, now I can start to do that thinking more clearly Feeling as if I'm more in control of myself and my destiny rather than subjected to constant sources coming at me from every angle that hurt me, that get in the way, that try to hold me back. Um, so I would certainly say that making a move is in order. Now, you you also said you were trying to decide between a house and a car, I believe. Right.
7: Back in, in May, my car um, actually, uh, we had a uh, a lightning storm here and a tree, it's a very tall, Little Maker. And I hit by lightning, and then the lightning, the tree, it hit the top of the roof and it rolled onto my car. So my car has been totaled since May, and I haven't had a car since then. And I've applied for still car loans and things like that, but I'm just not sure if that's what's in the car yet or what.
3: So, so but, but do you have to choose whether to get a car or whether to? get a house do you mean like to buy a house or just to get a place to live
7: just a place, a rent or whatever um, but yes I, am, I, I'm, uh, I have a limited income so I have to make a decision on what's more important
2: okay <laughs>
3: um, so I would say focus on getting the car and then the car is going to be what actually gives you the means to be able to move
2: That's
7: exactly what a friend of mine told me basically word for word, uh, days ago
3: so. and you know and the the card that they came up for getting the car is the magician, so on the one hand, this could say that you that you may already have tools or resources or things to be able to make this happen. It's just a matter of really putting our will and intention behind pulling those resources together in order to make this a reality.
2: Okay.
3: It can, and, and the Magician, so the first 22 cards of the deck called the Major Arcana, which represent major phases and cycles of our life. The Magician is the first card in that cycle. So it says that the car is key to being the first step in being able to move into a new phase or a new chapter of your life. So that's why it would say focus on that rather than the house first, because the, the car seems to be key to moving things forward. And the fact that it's a magician says you may find that the car comes about in some way there may be some aspect to how it comes about that seems to be as if by magic, meaning you thought you didn't have enough money and then suddenly a car comes up and it's somebody who just wants to sell it to get rid of it so they're they're selling it at a low price even though that's not really what it's worth because they don't really need the money, they just need the car gone. Or somebody comes along and says, oh, I'm going to help you to get this car. And you're like, wow, okay, <laughs> great. And so all of a sudden, as if by magic, you have a car sooner or easier than you thought it was going to be. But the key is going to be You have to start focusing your will and your intention for the car. All of your energy has to start going towards that being the thing that you're wanting to manifest right now. Not splitting yourself with our focus and energy, like trying to get a house and a car, trying to do this and that. Everything starts to become... This is my this is where I'm focusing this is my intention at this moment this is what I want and need to manifest for myself at this time this one thing other things will fo- will follow from that but if you can bring everything into that goal that intention that's what's going to make it come about much more quickly and probably it will feel like much more easily than it might have seemed it would be
2: Otherwise. Okay.
3: So, so the car make the car your priority. That's the thing to really put all of your intentions.
7: I've been trying to anyway for the last couple of months. I think I've to thirty six different places already trying to get bank help with that or by I mean, such. So maybe that's not the route to go about it,
2: but
3: well and it could have just been not the right time right timing okay. and the fact that this is coming up now says we're now we're now at the point where the timing may be right and things may fall into place as if by magic um where they didn't seem to before So, one, if you've heard any part of the previous uh, segments of the show, we're in Venus retrograde. This could be a really good time for going back and revisiting some of the places you had applied to previously. This could also be a good time if you had, say, ever talked to a friend or talked to a family member or talked to somebody that might be able to help you in getting a car. This would be a good time to revisit that to rekindle that conversation and relationship because you may see that something comes out of it now that didn't previously. Okay. But the, the, the primary focus at this moment is to get a car. And then from the car will come the move. And and yeah. we want to look at it as those steps so that you're not trying to do more than one thing at a time.
8: Okay makes
3: sense right. well thanks for calling in and sorry things are so difficult right now the nice thing is that that ten of swords coming up says ten of swords often says we're nearing the end of a long standing period or cycle of difficulty pain negativity and conflict so it's all kind of coming to a head right now it's kind of the culmination over the past few months but it seems as if you're on the verge of starting to move beyond it and that's what i want to leave you with is it it doesn't seem as if this is going to be the same forever nor even for much longer something is getting ready to shift or change and i think a lot of that will be as a result of you focusing your intention into one thing at a time and saying, "Here's the priority now, which is the car." And then, once that is manifested and done, I will, you know, look at the next priority. I will focus on the next thing, but it's one thing at a time, one step at a time. <laughs> All
7: That's right. Pretty much you know, on the head there, pretty good. Um, uh, and I just want to thank you uh, very much.
3: You're welcome. Well. Thanks for calling in and your patience in waiting to to come on and enjoy the rest of your Sunday.
1: You too. Thank you.
3: Okay. So we're going to take a break and when we come back, I believe, I always forget, I know I have another caller um, but it's either from a blocked or private number or it's from Skype. So, If you're calling from one of those, just be prepared because we're probably going to come to you. And of course, we have our final cards to pull for how to best act or walk through the next month um, after having seen the Two of Swords reversed and the King of Swords previously. So we will be right back.
0: Willow's LIVE. We're working hard to be your trusted source for fun and and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us. Host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable change makers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at FireflyWillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light.
3: And welcome back. My name is C. I am host of Revolution and the Amethyst Oracle here on Firefly Willows LIVE. This is our monthly call in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. If you'd like to get into the queue, you can do so by either Skyping in from the show page or you can call 646 716 5510. You can find out more information about my shows on Facebook. Just do a quick search for Revolution with Hi C or for the amethyst oracle they will pop right up uh, you can also find out more information about me and also the services that i offer by visiting tarotbyhighc.net uh, and you can also like my facebook page if you want by going to facebook.com slash uh, I high will let you know i send out a daily newsletter Uh, Every morning, which includes some astrological information for the day, which is really good for helping us figure out right timing for things, and a card of the day, which includes the overall energy theme lesson of the day for us to understand and work with as best as possible, Um, and also an herbal ally of the day, which is just a member of the plant world that we can uh, use to support us energetically in, in ways that might be best throughout the day as well. So I would encourage you, you can either go to my uh, website, net, or on my Facebook page at Toro by um, You can find a little subscribe button there if you would like to receive that. So we're going to go ahead and go to another caller. Now, I'm afraid I don't know where exactly this person is calling from, um, but uh, if I say hello, say hello back, and then I'll let you know if I heard you.
9: Hi, how are you doing?
3: Hello, hello. So what's your name and where are you calling from?
9: My name is Anne, and I'm calling from Rhode Island.
3: Well, welcome, Anne. Thank you for calling in. What is it that we can look at for you today?
9: I'm wondering if you can look at a relationship for me. I'm in a relationship right now, and I'm just kind of looking for a little insight as to where this may go.
3: Is this a new relationship? Is this a long-standing relationship?
9: Um, seven and a half months. Okay.
2: Then, all right.
3: Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Nine eighteen. Nine eighteen. All right. So that's see all right Um, so there's some nice indications here for this relationship Um, the card that came up for you is called the hanged man so one thing that that tells us well if I was doing a different reading I'd say good for you you found a hung man but that's a different reading we're not going to do that (laughs) Um, so the hangman would say, have some patience. There's more than meets the eye here. So we want to take the time to dig a little deeper to reveal some more layers. So it it encourages us that there's more layers. And part of this would say that being in this relationship is starting to help, um, uncover some other layers to yourself. Uh, that maybe you either had just skimmed the surface of previously, hadn't quite been conscious or aware of previously in yourself, um, you know, but it, it's it's a positive benefit uh, from being in this relationship. Now, the hangman card is about shifting our perspective. So we do want to start looking at this in a different way. Uh, if we've been looking at it as a casual thing, it's time to start looking at it more seriously. If we've been Um, you know, going out and it's been getting serious, but we haven't really been thinking about moving in together, it's time to start looking at moving in together. Whatever that shift in perspective would be, it's time to start looking at it differently than how we have been. Because, again, there's there's more there. It's just going to take that shift for us to start really seeing, experiencing, or uncovering that. Um, And there may be one one word you could associate with this card is surrender. So this wants us to kind of give ourselves over to it, to just kind of give in. It's not about giving up. It's just about accepting and giving into it rather than holding back. Because, again, I know I keep using this phrase, but it's kind of like the hangman card says, stop stop keeping this at a surface level and be willing to start going a bit deeper into it. The that card sounds- for the other... Okay. Um, and another word I will say that this card is often about is sacrifice, so it also says it's it's surrendering to it, and then I'm willing to sacrifice some things in order to see where this can go or, or what else there is that this has to offer, rather than holding on and not wanting to let go of anything, meaning not wanting to sacrifice anything. It has to work, but it means I don't have to give up, compromise, or do anything <laughs> otherwise, um, And and this is Gently encouraging you (laughs) to go deeper by being willing to loosen the grip and perhaps be willing to let some things fall by the wayside in order for it to have that room to develop and to grow and see what else there is there. For the other person, we have the Two of Swords. Um, Now, do we know, is the other person torn about this relationship or do they, do you feel as if they've indicated they're very solidly invested in it?
9: No, they're just as torn.
3: Okay. And, Cause that's a very two of swords kind of thing. Um, like one way you can think of two of swords is it's a car. In one deck I have, it's called schizophrenia. But what that means is we can drive ourselves crazy by continuing to consider the different options you know it's like standing there trying to choose a mustard at the grocery store and there's a hundred (laughs) brands and instead of like driving ourselves crazy thinking well i could do this one but that one sounds really good well i could do this one but that one also be really good well i could do this one you know now 10 minutes have gone by and we're late for wherever we're going because we can't even choose a mustard and it says stop driving yourself crazy like make a choice just because you choose one doesn't mean something is going to go away it you know, the other choice will be there later. try the Dijon. You can try the whole mustard seed one tomorrow. <laughs> it's okay. Make a choice. So part of this would say that this person may be driving themselves crazy by creating uh options or thinking there's more to choose or figure out or decide amongst than there really needs to be. And if 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 this person can see you surrendering into the relationship more, that is likely going to also influence them to start to loosen up a bit and feel more comfortable in giving themselves over a bit more to this relationship as well.
9: Okay, that makes total sense.
3: And the card for the relationship itself is the King of Swords. So one thing, and I know this will sound very cliche, but the suit of swords is about communication. So it says, it's time to start having some higher level conversations in this relationship. It's like going from talking about, hey, how was your day at work, to let's talk about the nature of the universe. (laughs) So it's, it's allowing ourselves to start going into those higher level, deeper discussions and topics. And exploring them, King of Swords says, feel free to explore some things from a, a more philosophical standpoint. It's it, be willing to engage in the debate, but it's debate, not argument or anything like that. It, it's debate in order to just explore different sides of things from that higher level place. So, doing that is going to help really move the relationship forward by being willing to start engaging in those conversations that are at a higher level than where they've been at up to this point.
9: Okay. Well, at the moment we're not speaking, meaning we're we're on a break. <laughs> so, I I guess I don't at the moment I don't know if I'm going to get the opportunity to have those conversations.
3: Well, this this
9: uh,
3: uh, this would be encouraging to say that communication is going to be reestablished. Um, I would also anticipate it may come from the other side in terms of the initial reestablishment of it because this other person also being two of swords and that being that suit of communication. Um, and the, the hanged man would say that you being patient and being willing to wait, because um, oftentimes the hangman card says patience pays off.
2: Uh-huh. So...
3: Not trying to force the conversation and allowing them to re engage the conversation when they feel ready is actually going to be far more to your benefit and to the benefit of the relationship than it is if you were trying to prod them into reestablishing communication.
9: Got it. Got it. I will definitely follow that advice. Thank you. That is very helpful.
3: You are welcome. Thank
9: Any you. Any other again questions for what you do about that? Show. Sure. Um, no, I, I think you I think you helped considerably.
3: All right. Well thanks so much for your patience and for calling in.
9: Okay. Bye bye.
3: Enjoy. All right. So that's going to bring us to our final card for how to navigate through the month in the best way possible. And what might that card be? Well, first let us review. For what, has, for what would be most helpful or beneficial for us to make sure that we are recognizing um, uh, heeding was that Two of Swords reversed, which was about making some decisions, no longer sitting on the fence. No longer finding ourselves caught in the middle of situations. Uh, Then we had what's the biggest obstacle or challenge, which was the king of swords, which was about making sure that we have, that we get a second opinion, that we have all of the information, that we don't take somebody's word at face value versus we need facts and figures to back it up or we make sure that we investigate what they're telling us. Um, And if the information we find through the research backs up what they say or what they say starts to fall apart, Um, it could be people who are trying to control or manipulate situations um, that we want to be cautious about. But it also means we need to be in control of our own thinking, of our own words, rather than just repeating what other people have told us or finding ourselves thinking the way other people have convinced us to think rather than us being able to say, I know why I think this, I know why I say this, and I can back that up. So that's going to bring us to our final card, which is really going to look at where does the month take us and how do we best move through it in the most beneficial way possible. And the card for that is... I should have a drum roll to play. The three of Pentacles. How nice is that? So, three of Pentacles says that, and I think this really speaks, especially to that King of Swords, because King of Swords can be very uh, independent-minded, and you know they sometimes they are an expert in things, but it can also also say that they think they know it all. And three of Pentacles really says. What's going to be of greatest benefit to us this month is going to be the willingness to collaborate, to work together with others in order to accomplish something. Three of Pentacles says the sum is greater than the parts. Therefore, we're going to bring our strengths to something. We're also going to allow other people to bring their strengths to something. And by combining those strengths, we're going to be able to create something that neither of us could do on our own. So this is not necessarily the month. And by month, we're looking at basically through September, because I'm thinking between now and the next call-in show, which would be the end of September. Um, This is not the month to be trying to go it alone, to try to do everything ourselves, to think that we have to be the jack of all trades. Um, it's, It's about really acknowledging what we're good at. And offering that and then also acknowledging and accepting what others are good at and recognizing how those things can fit together and how they can work together for the common good rather than us having our own individual agendas all of the time so some of that means releasing some of that King of Swords tendency for control that we we aren't going to necessarily be in control of how everything is done and and how everything is planned but we also are going to be able to make a significant contribution as are other people and we want to recognize our part and our place in that process rather than separating off and and kind of isolating ourselves from because we don't want to work with others or we think well certainly I know how to do it better um which is likely not the case this month so Really look for those opportunities this month where you are going to be part of a team or a collaborative effort or where your strengths and somebody else's strengths can come together to really complement each other. And also being willing to be honest about what some of our weaknesses are because, and I don't mean weakness by a failing, it's just weakness that says, you know, I'm not really good at that, but I am really good at this. And so what I'm not really good at, I'm going to look for somebody else who is really good at it, and I'm not going to see it as competition. I'm not going to see it as a need for comparison. Um, I'm not going to make myself feel feel inferior because somehow I think that I should be able to do that. I'm just going to see it as, no, I do this really well, they do that really well, and now when we put those things together, excellent, we're able to really make something worthwhile and valuable that can be rewarding, that can have um, kind of some long legs to it, if you will, and can really come together uh, in in a very complementary and satisfying way. So there you are. That's that's kind of the outlook for the month. Uh, And that is hopefully um, giving you just a little bit of guidepost to be able to use to navigate through the month in the most rewarding, successful way possible. So I'm going to take another quick little break, and when we come back, I'm going to go to a caller from area code 863. So if you are calling from area code 863, Be prepared because after this quick little break, we're going to be talking with you.
0: listening to live on-air readings with your firefly willows live hosts on firefly willows live find out more at fireflywillows.com enjoy the show
3: And welcome back. My name is C. This is Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, our monthly call-in show, the fourth Sunday of each month. that gives you the chance to get a reading live on the air with myself or with other Firefly Willows L-I-V-E hosts. Um, we try to rotate um, uh, from time to time. And if you want to check out some of my other shows, you can certainly do so here in the Blog Talk radio archives or on iTunes. They're available, both my shows as well as all of the shows that air here. And you can also find out more about me at tarotbyhighseed.net. So we're going to go to our next caller, and this is someone calling from area code 863. Are you there, caller, in 863?
8: Hi, yes, I'm here. This is Julia. Thanks for taking my call.
3: You're welcome. And where are you calling from?
8: I'm calling from Florida.
3: Florida. Well, welcome to the show. What is uh, it that we you, could sir. look at for you? You're welcome. What is it we could look at for you today?
8: Um, I have divorce mediation or not mediation, my um final orders hearing September tenth, and I'm calling to see how that's gonna go for me.
3: Well, first thing I will say is I'm glad it's September 10th because that's just after Venus retrograde has ended. And so we don't want to finalize anything during your Venus retrograde usually, uh, especially relationship-oriented. So it's nice that it's – and Venus retrograde ends September 6th. So it's nice that it's on September 10th. (laughs) Um, In terms of how it's going to go, let's see – So overall I think it's going to move you towards the um resolution that you are, you know, hoping for and that this is geared towards. Um the the very first card that comes up is, is the lover's card and what that actually indicates is it's a card that can represent things like reconciliation. It can represent the ability for things that have not been in harmony to find a a meeting ground, to find a way to, to coexist harmoniously. So that's a really nice card to see initially for looking at this kind of a situation because it seems as if there's either a willingness on everyone's part to come together and find uh, you know, common ground and a, and a solution, or once everyone comes together, things are going to find a way to start to move towards a harmonious resolution. Um, I, I think there, there may be a slight delay, and whether this is a delay with the meeting or this is a delay just in terms of the finalization process, Um, but it's not an an unreasonable amount of delay so don't get dissuaded it's just a very short delay so it's like if we thought we were going on in the 10th and then this would be done by the 20th it may get pushed out slightly from that but not much so um, don't get dissuaded just because it's not quite what you thought it was going to be because it's not going to be that much of a increase in time the, the ultimate card that we have here, the long-term outlook card, is the Five of Cups reverse. And that's a really nice card to see here as kind of the, the final or long-term outlook or outcome of the situation. Because when that card reverses, it says we get to move forward. We put bygones behind us. Let bygones be bygones. Um, mm-hmm. We move we move beyond disappointment and we start to be able to turn our attention forward and start to feel more hopeful about the future rather than to be caught up in or um, dealing with the disappointment loss heartbreak of the past so it's a really nice card to see for where this is going to be going and and i say that because i hope it mitigates if we have a little bit of a delay with something that we don't get overly upset or dissuaded by that because ultimately this is going to work out in a really, really um, positive way that just makes us feel like, okay, now I can move forward, move on, and the past is behind me once and for all. Um, and, you know, and one of the reasons I said that there may be a bit of a delay is because um, after the lover's card came, the knight of wands reverse. And when that card reverses, anytime you have a knight, knights represent um, action or forward movement. So a reversal can indicate a delay um, or uh, a lack of action, but oftentimes it's just saying that we thought somebody was going to act now, but that didn't happen, but then they end up acting later. So, and Knight of Wands tends to be a very fast card. So when you reverse it, something slows things down a little bit. Um, but again, The ultimate outcome card shows us that the past falls away and we are able to move forward. So that delay is not really going to be, I I don't anticipate that it's going to be a delay of any significance. It's more like a delay maybe of just red tape or bureaucracy. Uh, You know, it's like we thought this was going to be done next week and now it hasn't been, but that's because the person needs to sign it is out of town and they'll be back the following week kind of thing. So I don't anticipate that it's some major problem or delay. It's just something that kind of gums up the works a little bit, slows it down a little bit from what we thought it was going to happen uh, time-wise or or process-wise. but. Ultimately, it then seems to get done. Um, I would say by the next water sign, so I would anticipate this is done by Scorpio, which is October twentieth, roughly October twentieth and into November. So that's when I would feel you would finally be like, okay, the past is now behind me. I'm now done with this, and I can move on.
8: Okay. Okay. Well, I guess that sounds. Did that?
3: Also- did, that <laughs> did that? Did that make sense for what you know about yes. the situation and how things are working?
8: Yeah. I mean obviously right. I don't know what the delay might be and I'm hoping there won't be or if it is it's nothing that like you say maybe well, it's just right. you know, somebody's signing yeah. up paper or something like that, but it's not yeah. like
3: Yeah, yeah. And I didn't I didn't expect you to know what the delay would be. Um but hopefully just in that general kind of timing sense that feels right for what's going on. Yeah.
2: Um
3: and, and and I'm and we're highly encouraged by the the lover's card being there. Because it's yeah, a very funny. card
8: of all cards. <laughs> uh,
3: yes. And, and, and it, it don't get too caught up in the name. You know, some people get confused because really the lover's card itself is not the card we look for when it comes to like just love relationships and that kind of thing. Um, it, it's more about that ability for things to be able to come together into some sort of union or harmony. And so that's a really nice card to see for a situation like this because it's kind of like we're finally able to come and. Agree on things in order to move towards being done with this, so that we can then move forward with our lives.
8: Um, like with my my month and day of birth, would would that tell what my my card is? Because I think my card is actually the lovers card, September. Yeah, if you 16th. want
3: to know, September sixteenth. September
8: sixteenth.
3: So, and and I'll tell you how to calculate it in case you want to know or anybody else listening. Okay. Um, all you do is just add the day plus the month plus the year of the most uh, recent birthday. Because when I say year, like for a year card or a year number, mm-hmm. it means from birthday to birthday, not calendar year. Oh, okay. I don't care about calendar. So you start yours on September 16th, like last year, 2014, and it goes through September 16th of this year, and that's when it would change.
8: Oh, okay. I thought it so, was a birth card, so I, I was wrong. There. Well,
3: birth, birth card is different. Birth card, you would do the same calculation, but you use the birth year. So if you want your birth card, then we're going to say 9 plus 16, which is 25. And
8: 1961.
3: Okay. So 25 plus 1961 is 1987. Uh, 1986. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Then we add a cross. So once you get that four-digit number, then you add a cross so 1986 1 plus 9 plus 8 plus 6 so that's 10 18 24 which equals 6 cuz ultimately for for numerology purposes you want a number between 1 and well 1 and 9 there's exceptions to that but just for ease of things um if you want a card then the card you do from 1 to 22 So if it's over 22, you have to still keep reducing. So since yours came to 24, then we do 2 plus 4, which breaks it down to a 6. So yes, that is your life card. And that would show that what's happening right now around this situation is perfectly in alignment with what needs to be happening in your life, is part of one of your big life lessons, is also one of the big um, growth or turning points in your life right now. And then if, if we compare that, if we do the year card, then we're going to do 9 plus 16, which is 25, and then 25, you haven't had a birthday yet, so 25 plus 2014, which is 2039, and then we add a cross, so 2 plus 0 plus 3 plus 9 is 14. Now, numerologically, that means you're in a five-year, which is all about change, especially change in our external world, and it's also often one of the most challenging or difficult periods of change. I don't think you would dispute that, considering if this is what's kind of been the highlight, and I use that word loosely, of your year, then a lot of things have changed for you, especially in how your external world looks or is is, um, structured. Uh, 14 is actually really nice because 14 corresponds to the temperance card, which is a card of hope and optimism. And it shows this is a period of integration. This is a period of transformation. This is a period of uh, things start to come together in a way that allows us to shed a layer and move to the next stage of our lives, of our learning process etc so while it may feel difficult to go through what's been going on it's a very significant thing that actually is going to open up a whole new level and layer of life for you that you perhaps had not quite been um, conscious of it's kind of an awakening process Um, and that would mean well so I'm gonna let you do the calculation for what you're gonna move into on your birthday of this year. So do nine plus sixteen plus twenty fifteen. And what do you get?
8: Hold on, I wasn't hold on, I wasn't ready to six okay. then so, I'm moving into a six.
3: Exactly. The next year. Yes. You do have to be careful of always assuming that it's always good to do the calculation because if you sometimes it switches because of a zero kind of thing but um yes so you're getting ready to move into a 6 year so you're getting ready to move into a year that is in that basically is aligned with your birth card and so when we talk about that being a next evolutionary step a big learning point or a big turning point in your life everything that has been happening this year has been kind of the setup for what's coming next year, and and next year is going to be one of those big turning points in your life.
8: Wow, as if this year wasn't enough of a big turning point. Well, but, well, but hopefully this, it'll be a good turning point.
3: But <laughs> but this year was more of the change, and next year is when you. So so if we think of a turning point, think we were going down a road, and now we hit a hard 90-degree left. That that moment of hitting the hard 90-degree turn has been this year.
2: Yes.
3: Next year is we come out of that turn and we start moving, but you see, we're moving in a very different direction now. Yes. And And that's what next year is really about. It's settling into seeing where this whole new direction is going to take you after going through that 90 degree turn, which was the 5 year which was what this year was about.
2: Okay.
3: So so it's the experience of the transformation rather than going through the fire of transformation itself.
2: Okay.
8: That makes sense. All right. Well, I'm trying to look at it optimistically and which
3: well, you know, the five of cups coming up reversed is kind of the final outcome card for the cards that we pulled around the question itself. <laughs> is is five of cups when it reverses is the card that says turn that frown upside down, um, because it is because it is the releasing of the past. The more we hold on to the past, and the past could be a past situation, it could be a past way of defining ourselves, it could be a past hurt that we continue to kind of hold on to, the more we can release that and let that evaporate, the more we're able to see there's actually other things in front of us. to forward, And that's the key. And that's what this coming year is going to be about for you as you move into a a six year that's aligned with your birth card.
2: Wonderful.
8: Wow. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it as always.
2: (laughs) You are welcome
8: and so it's always so interesting to get to talk to you. You always have such a unique perspective and show us how to, to see things differently. So thank you very much for that.
3: Well, thank I, you I appreciate that. Thank you. You're you welcome <laughs> and enjoy the rest of your Sunday there in Florida.
8: Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.
3: And that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Thank you for listening. I would encourage you to check out all of the shows here on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. And uh, fourth Sunday of every month, we have our live call-in show. And actually, next Sunday is a fifth Sunday, so it'll be a special call-in show as well, a second chance for you to call in and get a reading. So join us then here on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. My name is Hi-C. You can find me at, Hi- uh, at tarotbyhi-c.net.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. On-Air Readings Broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts.